I do think there's a lot of people who want to engage in not just the fantasy of a threesome, but an actual threesome. I mean, that's mm-hmm. about as common as owning a cat. I'd rather have a threesome than own a cat. Oh my God, I would rather have a threesome <laughs> than own a cat. For sure. Welcome to Two Hot Wives. A podcast where two friends in open marriages explore the exciting world of unconventional sex. Hey hotties, I'm Kat. And I'm Ams. And we're the two hot wives. Tonight, we are talking about threesomes. Why? It is the most common sex fantasy of all time. That's right. Uh, According to a Kinsey Institute survey, 85% of men and 75% of women fantasize about threesomes. Mm -hmm. That's a a a high number. I'm actually not surprised about that because fantasies are things that you don't expect to to do or have to do. So you can do whatever you want in a fantasy. It's a very like... Out there culturally, right? You see it in movies. You You see see it it in in mainstream movies. Absolutely. And to your point, only 10 to 18% of us have actually had them. I mean, we've had them. (laughs) They're fucking awesome. Right? But tonight we are focusing on maybe not the threesome that you're thinking about, right? Mm -hmm. We are focusing on MFM, which is adding an extra M, an extra male to the to a couple. MFM is not talked about enough. Mm-mm. Everybody assumes when you're talking about a threesome, it's like a unicorn scenario. But the most common threesome is an MFM. Yeah. Yes. I did not realize that until we started doing our research. Yeah. So tonight, we're going to explore this fantasy more. We're going to talk about our past experiences and our sexy mm. homework about seeking out single guys for MFM play. And we're going to go into discussing how to bring this up with your partner, give some tips to our single guys about their profiles. Oh, and they need a little, they a need little, a little help, a little help. nudge. Uh-huh. Um, and... You know, some alternatives if maybe you're not feeling ready to actually invite a single guy into your bedroom. Mm -hmm. And finally, we talked to Kate from Wonderlust Swingers podcast in our That's What She Said segment. And she tells us all about her experiences with an MFM threesome. That was a fun conversation. Mm -hmm. We're happy to share that with you. Uh, so, So what else? Before we get into our cocktails, what else is going on? This is our last episode of season one. This has been an amazing, an amazing journey. Mm-hmm. We started with a little idea being stuck in the, the mountains <laughs> right? during COVID. Uh, and, and now we have, this is our 14th yeah. episode. The feedback has been phenomenal. The community has been phenomenal. And, and we've really had a lot of fantastic podcasters Mm -hmm. that have reached out to help us give us little ideas and tips before we started. And throughout the process, I think everyone's just been super supportive and really amazing. And that that's just been overwhelming and uh, surprising and just just really heartwarming and great. Yes. So thank you. If you if you've reached out to us, we thank you so much. We still try to respond to every single email and text and message that we get if we missed you by any chance or so sorry 
Unless you send us a dick pic. Yeah, we don't respond <laughs> to the dick pic. So sorry. <laughs> and we don't respond to the request for providing us with content. It was super cute the first time we heard it, but like the tenth time a single guy reaches out and says, I- I'd love to help help you create some content. It's been said. Thank you. No, thank you, but we no. know you guys have a lot to offer. We do. But we're not ready for that right nope. now. For the nope. Nope. not nope. for the podcast. But during the break, if you have feedback for mm-hmm. us, if you have episode topic ideas, if you want to just tell us how fucking awesome we are, that's cool. <laughs> that never gets old. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. Um, we would love to hear from you. And during the break, we are putting out some bonus content, uh, including answering listener questions. So please, so bring please it do on. reach out. Uh, and hopefully we will see you at Podcast Palooza. Oh, you should definitely join us for PCAP for Podcast Palooza. It's going to be a phenomenal event. Kate from Wonderlust Swinging Podcast has put in a ton of effort to make it really special and really unique. And I think that it is an event not to be missed. And I'll tell you, it's selling out. Like I quickly every time I get on Twitter, I see a welcome so and so, you know, welcome J and A, welcome K and J, whatever. There's not that many rooms left, mm-hmm. and Kate is not doing any kind of day passes. So if you don't get a hotel room, you cannot participate. So if it's something you're interested in, don't wait. We will have a link in our show notes to our affiliate code and on our website. We would love to see you there. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kat, what are we drinking tonight? Okay, so I call this one the Palm Paloma. So tell us about the Palm Paloma. <laughs> a Paloma is a lot like a margarita, but mm-hmm. it is the grapefruit version. So it is uh, tequila pomegranate liqueur, a little bit of grapefruit juice, and then some grapefruit soda. San Pellegrino mm-hmm. grapefruit soda. It's so good. So Kat, what? <laughs> You're going to tell them about this. <laughs> what were we drinking okay, so, earlier today? <laughs> so at first I thought it would be fun to make this one spicy, right? It's, mm-hmm. the last se- it's the last episode of the season and let's make something spicy. So <laughs> Am's ordered... What did you order? I ordered. So actually, we had a date and I decided to cook. Um, and the recipe called for a half a habanero. One half. One half of, of a one hab- little habanero. Yeah. And they're tiny, right? Okay. And you ordered habaneros on Instacart. And what did you get? I got a pound of habaneros. <laughs> that is literally enough to kill an elephant. Mm-hmm. It is a massive amount of habaneros. And I had no idea what to do with them. So when I saw you the next day, I'm like, I'll take some, I'll infuse them in tequila. Mm-hmm. And I took them. I've never really infused tequila with habanero before, mm-hmm. but I, I've seen it done. And I'm like, this would make a great spicy drink. So I put like... <laughs> I think like eight habaneros in this little bit of tequila. This little tiny mason jar of tequila. Well, because I didn't want to put the whole thing of tequila in there. And thank God you didn't. Thank God you didn't. How hot was that tequila? This tequila was so hot. So I made the whole thing just with the spicy tequila. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, oh, no. But I gave you a drink of it anyway. (laughs) Burned all my taste buds. I'm like, okay. Uh... Take two. So in the second one, I used a quarter of 
the habanero tequila with three quarters mm-hmm. regular tequila. It's still pretty spicy. It was still pretty spicy. It's good, but you can make it without the spicy tequila. You can just do it with regular tequila. If you want to make it spicy, throw in some habaneros. Be careful. Yeah. Fun fact. <laughs> A jalapeno has a Scoville score of 2,500 to 8,000. Do you know what the Scoville score of a habanero is? I should have checked this, but no, I don't. 350 fucking thousand on this. That is almost 50 times more spicy. I'm sorry. So if I'm talking funny tonight, it's because Kat burned all my taste buds off. You know, but you got to know, I really do make the cocktails. <laughs> I usually experiment ahead of time, but she had the habanero. So I'm like, give me some of those. We'll just make it spicy. And yeah, well. And you get what you ask for. Oh, boy. All right. So. <laughs> We've had a couple now. <laughs> they're they're good. This new lightened up version is really it's good. It's very tasty. Okay. And I'll give you the I- whole... that's enough facts from you (laughs) she loves her facts anyway we (laughs) i will put the whole recipe the the lighter um non-habanero version on the instagram and twitter page and as well as our our website and then you know i'll let you know how you can spice it up if you want And with our cocktails, we need a few hot tails. <laughs> okay, Ams, what's your hot tail? My hot tail for tonight is my first nooner. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... With COVID, uh-huh. it's really I, one of the things I miss the most is having the house to myself. <sighs> Mr. Ams used to go to work. <laughs> the kids used to go to school. And I would sit by my picture window in my house and just watch them all disappear for like a half an hour before I went to work. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I miss that so much. And there was a tiny, tiny, tiny window of opportunity where Mr. Ams went uh, away to the mountains with my son and my daughter was at school. Mm. And so I had the house all to myself. To masturbate? No, I did not masturbate. I decided to, to make even better use of my time. I actually borrowed Mr. Cat, who, yes. What? Who works not far from my house. And we talked about pre-COVID. We had talked Mm -hmm. about, ooh, he could like go away on his lunch break and come Mm -hmm. and visit me. And then fucking COVID hit and I never have the house to myself. So this is like a year in the making. And uh, it was finally, finally the opportunity for him to come by. But even still, even with Mr. Ams out of the house and with the kids out of the house, I have an assistant (laughs) that comes and helps me three days a week. And I couldn't figure out a day that would work where my assistant would not be there. So I'm racking my brain trying to figure out what can I tell her to make like for a plausible to get excuse rid of her for the afternoon <laughs> to go away, but I had 
a moment of inspiration, Mm -hmm. I sent her to Ikea. (gasps) That's brilliant. It is so brilliant because I fucking hate going to Ikea and Uh I needed stuff from Ikea. So, And how far away is Ikea? 45 minutes. (gasps) That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I made her go to the kitchen section. (laughs) Did I mention she's no longer my assistant? Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. That might have been the problem. No, but I, I, I said, I need you to go to Ikea. And I'm writing up like a bullshit list of things that I need from Ikea. Like I definitely need a, you know, a wall mounted organizer and some extra little legs to go with the Ikea credenza in the basement. It, it, it's needed it for years. The player spatulas. You know what? I did get a new spatula from Ikea. (laughs) Ikea has spatulas. It does. In any event. I sent her to Ikea, and I knew she was going to be gone for three hours. So I gave Mr. Cat the the, the green light that mm-hmm. he could come over. And, and I, how quickly did he get here? He was, he was there pretty quickly. <laughs> okay. um, but it, it was great because it's so comfortable. The relationship mm-hmm. is super comfortable. Mm-hmm. Normally, when I'm getting ready for a play date, I do my hair. I do my makeup. I'm wearing my like super uncomfortable lingerie <laughs> that looks fucking awesome. But it was Mr. Cat, and we know each other so well. I'm wearing like my pandemic underwear, uh-huh. you know? <laughs> Oh, great. No underwear. Did you tell him that as he walked up? (laughs) Hey, come on in. I'm wearing my pandemic underwear. (laughs) Super hot. And let's just call them underwear. Don't you say panties? I'm wearing my I'm wearing my pandemic panties. My pandemic panties. My pandemic panties. Yeah, I could see that. Oh no. Underwear, underwear makes me think of my grandma. Yeah. Underwear makes me think of my kids. Well, so so bear with me for a minute. (laughs) Yes, my pandemic underwear does not have underwire, but it's this cute little like almost men's briefs Uh under not briefs like tidy whities. But they're cute. They're cute. Super cute. It's a little bit yeah, a little gender bending. The bottom of your bum. Yeah. Without question, I'm sure Mr. Cat loved it. (laughs) He likes all of it. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the cheerleader. He loves everything. He does. He's just happy that like he gets to see it, right? Mm-hmm. Like probably unbelievable. Like oh my god, I'm going just to so lucky. I'm just of the day. I'm taking a break from work to go have a nooner. Have a nooner. Yeah, with permission. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, he's he's got like a great gratitude practice. Yep. I yes, love he it. Does. Um, but you know, I had work in the morning. I had like orthodontia appointments in the afternoon for the kids. <laughs> so it's really sandwiching this in mm-hmm. the middle of life. And mm-hmm. I was, you know, having a little trouble switching gears. Um, but once I got my assistant out of the house and I was getting ready for him to, to get here, I saw <laughs> he was running a few minutes late, which I know drives it, you know, drives him fucking nuts. But I saw his car like zooming up the driveway Mm. and so i went to to greet him at the front door and damn he looked so good (laughs) he had a very nice suit on he was wearing like aviator glasses and i swear to god it was like straight out of a gq magazine he was taking his blazer off Mm. and like throwing it over his shoulder (laughs) 
come on in. <laughs> gears switched. The gears immediately switched. So we we kissed, we went upstairs, and we, we did not have like a, a ton of time. Mm-hmm. So we kind of got right down to business. We're kissing. We're kind of tearing each other's clothes off. And we start you know, in on the bed and kissing and touching and blowjobs. And uh, and my phone rings. <laughs> what? And it's my assistant. No. And she's at Ikea. What kind of spatulas do you want? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So instead of just letting that totally ruin the mood, I, I pick up the phone and I start talking to her and I just keep playing <laughs> with Mr. Cat. So I'm answering these questions. Yes, I would like the, the six inch legs for the credenza. And I'm just rubbing him up and down. And I'm like, you know, it's a little dress. So I like licked my hand and I keep rubbing him. If I take a break and she's talking, like I might, you know, put him in my mouth for a, a little bit. And he just thought oh that was God. the best he thing He must have loved ever. that off. <laughs> I get to see this huge smile on his face, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So, it, you know, we did not break our cadence. We were we just mm-hmm. kept going. I put the phone down. <laughs> and, and we, you know, we, we did what we were there to do. Uh-huh. It was fun. It was fun. It was easy. It was comfortable. I don't even remember if I put makeup on. Like, it was that. Yeah chill yeah and then we got in the shower afterwards because we both like you know mm-hmm. we like the shower and it just it was just so easy but then the rest of my day i was fucking useless for work <laughs> i couldn't focus on what i was supposed to be doing at all so i loved it i had an amazing time but i cannot put that like normally in my schedule because it just i i get really dumb after midday sex <sighs> <laughs> well, I can understand that. Yeah. Well, and that's what makes it special. It's not part of your mm-hmm. uh, your routine. Mm-hmm. It's something different. And it was fun. Something unique. It was fun. It was that's special. Awesome. How about you? What is your hot tail for tonight, Kat? So my hot tail has to do with Mr. Ams. Mm. So Mr. Ams wanted me to go upstairs into the closet with him. <gasps> mm-hmm. Really? Where we're all here. And we snuck away up to the closet, and he wanted to show me his clothes. What? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, so he opens up the closet, and he says, none of this works. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) He's like, can you take me shopping? I want to buy all new clothes. And I was like, "Uh, okay, well, let's look at what you have. And so we said, yeah, I can understand. Uh Uh-huh, sure. Yes, no, we need all new clothes. Yeah. <laughs> so I took Mr. Am's shopping. Oh, that's so dirty. It was hot. <laughs> so I took him to one of my favorite shops that I that I would shop for Mr. Cat mm-hmm, at. Mm-hmm. And I and this was where it got really interesting because they know me there. Mm-hmm. I go in there all the time. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Cat, how you doing? I'm like I'm good. How are you guys? This is my friend, Mr. Ams. I did not call him Mr. Ams. Of course not. But anyway, (laughs) this is my friend, Mr. Ams, and we need to sexy him up. And they were like, ooh, that sounds like fun. So I said, we don't want business wear. We don't want, we don't want anything that's office-y. No. We want a little flash, a little something, little something with a little sheen, something with an interesting collar, something that fits him really nice. Yes. And they were super excited about it. So they (laughs) like running all over the store, finding all these great things for him. And 
the most, the hottest thing about this was like everything that I liked. He was like, yes, I'll take it. Yeah. He didn't argue with me one bit. He liked everything I picked out for him. So fucking hot. <laughs> I am so glad that gets you off. I know. I'm so glad that gets you off. I mean, see pandemic underwear, right? Mm-hmm. I am terrible at fashion and I'm even worse at men's fashion. So if you can make my guy look fucking hot, I will reap the rewards Forever. of that all day, every day. This is a great thing to outsource. This and swallowing, I am happy to outsource to someone else. I was on a mission. Yeah. I did. I did get to kiss him in the elevator. Well, there you go. Yeah, that was really hot. I mean, he pushed me up against the wall. He started kissing me. I know it was my fashion sense that turned him on so much. I bet it did. Actually, I bet it, he has been asking me to do this shit for years, and oh, I'm just not good We at turned it, so. it into a sexy, like, reversal version of Pretty Woman. I was thinking the <laughs> same thing. This is like a reverse Pretty yeah, Woman. It was really fun because, okay, so when we walked into the place, like, I know these guys, and they know me, mm-hmm. and they're excited to see me, and so I felt like, like, yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. This is my place. Mm-hmm. This is my my cool, fun guy that I'm going to dress up. Not my husband. Mm-hmm. And they knew it. And I didn't even explain. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So back to the elevator. He did. <laughs> he, he, um, he, as the doors closed, he looked at me and he pushed me against the wall and he kissed me. And I did, I did feel his cock on the outside of his pants. And mm-hmm. he started to get a little hard and I pinched his nipples and we kissed and it was really fun. And then the you can hear the doors starting the to open. And it was like, boop, 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 nope, we're not doing anything. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's fine. A yeah, little, little it, exhibitionism. It was. I love that. I love that you did that. I love that you guys had fun. <laughs> we did. There is one thing you still have to do. Uh-oh. His closet is filled. Oh, we're going to toss all of that. With blue shirts from Costco. <laughs> all gone. Please. All please gone. Please throw them all out. I may throw them out as soon as we're done recording tonight. Can we burn them? We Let's burn go them. outside and, and do like a Viking funeral I think that would be ritual fun. and burn all the blue <laughs> Costco shirts. I think that would be fun. Okay. Did he tell you about our, our trip? Did he say that he enjoyed it? He didn't tell me that he pushed you up against the wall and he grabbed his cock, but I think that's super fun. <laughs> you know, just break up the monotony of shopping. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you for that. You were you were doing both of us a huge favor. (laughs) This has been a point of marital strife that I won't dress him up like reverse pretty woman. So thank you for doing. It was my pleasure. My pleasure. Now, did he go into Nordstrom Rack afterwards and be like, "Do you guys work on commission?" Because that's a mistake. (laughs) Huge, huge fucking mistake. (laughs) I was not with him for that trip, but there you go. Yeah. So, I think it's time for a little break. Yes. <laughs> but when we come back, we're going to be all about MFM threesomes. Woo! And we're back. We are talking tonight about MFM threesomes. My favorite. 
I'm getting a little tingly just right? thinking about it. And I think you are too, right? Mm-hmm. Like listen, well, and our listeners out there, I think this is an episode for everyone. Mm-hmm. Because if you're just sexually curious, this is a phenomenal <laughs> fantasy to explore. And if you're lifestyle and you've had some crazy group experiences, maybe you haven't gotten around to the MFM threesome. Well, it's not easy because we're all about like meeting other couples, right? Yeah. For us, at least, right? We started Mm -hmm. with couples and couples dates and the friends with benefits. And you have to get to a comfort level, I think, where you're like, yeah, I, I, I just want to fuck tonight. <laughs> I, you know, I love that we can all get together and do barbecues and like our kids can get together and mm-hmm. have a good time. But sometimes mm-hmm. you just want to fuck. <laughs> and that's what, you know, that is what this is about. And, you know, like we mentioned at, at the beginning, the threesome dynamic is the most common fantasy that met both men and women mm-hmm. have. Right. But very few engage in. That's right. Well, I, I don't know if it's very few because it's it's like 20%, right? Something around 10 to 18% if you are looking at okay. the Kinsey, st- which is pretty common. I mean, that's mm-hmm. about as common as owning a cat. Right. <laughs> I read that. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'd I, rather have a threesome than own a cat. Oh, my God. I would <laughs> rather have a threesome than own a cat. For sure. So Mm -hmm. I do think there's a lot of people who do not identify as lifestyle people who want to engage in not just the fantasy of a threesome, but an actual threesome. Mm -hmm. You know, what I found interesting about that study Mm -hmm. was that they said that while it was the most common fantasy, it was the least likely to turn out well. I saw that too. What, What do you think is behind that? Well... The couples that said it didn't go well, it seemed like the scenario was all about like, oh, well, it just came up and all of a sudden I'm in the threesome. Oh, we were at dinner and someone brought it up and I figured why not? Or, you know, I wasn't planning on this, but I could tell that my partner really wanted to and this person that we're with, you know, this guy or this girl really wanted to. So I was like, okay, let's just go for it. Mm. And I'm not surprised that those situations didn't turn out. always turn out well. Well, and I think about like in the lifestyle, what do we do? We talk, we talk and we talk Mm -hmm. and we talk and we talk. It's all about communication. Every situation that comes up, we're talking about it, right? So when the threesome idea comes up, what do we do? We talk about it. Yeah. What are your expectations? What are you hoping to gain? What do we want from this? We talk it to death before it happens, before we even put out the feelers to find someone. Yeah. And so by the time the actual event actually happens, mm-hmm. we're way better prepared. And so I think if they did a study asking mm-hmm. lifestyle individuals or even just asking individuals between 40 and you know, a little more mature, a little more mature, they're going to get a totally different answer. Yeah. Because you and I have had nothing but positive when it comes to the three cents. I can understand reading the data that there are some couples that didn't have a great time with it. But I think it's all a matter of communication. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we always say, right? Use your motherfucking words. Use your motherfucking words. And I can't think of a kink that uh, that that it doesn't apply to right and this may be even more than than your app you know if you're mm-hmm. like 
babe, spank me. Let's see what happens. But it's just the two of you. The stakes are low. Right. Um, where you want to invite a, a third into your bedroom, I think it's a really common way that a couple might get started on some on a group sex activity. Mm-hmm. Like a threesome just strikes me as kind of the uh, the gateway into into group sex activities or or people who never want to go into lifestyle. They have no interest in couple right. swapping. They still might occasionally want to indulge in a threesome. And they're not as well prepared. Right. Vanillas be crazy. <laughs> yeah. So so let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back a little bit in time uh-huh. to uh, our first threesome experience, mm-hmm. which you you were the one who brought it up. Do you want it to Well, go- uh-huh. So this is something that I've thought about for a long time. Mm-hmm. One night when we had a date planned, mm-hmm. I said to Mr. Cat, you know, what do you think if I bring up this idea of like threesomes, but we take turns? Yeah. And he was like, oh, I think you could just bring it up. I think that sounds like a great idea. So we got together, the four of us, and we're in the hotel room. It's beautiful room and we're drinking and we're having a good time and and I just kind of floated the idea out there. So we had had separate conversations as well. Like would we want to have a threesome? What would that look like? Mm-hmm. Who would it be mm-hmm. with? And certainly at the time, the idea of inviting a stranger, right? Single Someone guy. who he mm-hmm. a single guy or a single girl, it just I had no interest. And we, I wasn't excited about that idea either. Yeah. And I knew that if we were going to try it, I wanted to try it with someone that we trusted. Mm-hmm. So when you brought it up, it was we had we didn't need to have a separate conversation because of course you just talk I, I, yeah. all the shit to death. <laughs> and we'd already talked about it. And mm-hmm. We were yeah, we were excited. We could we call it the round robin threesome. We do, we do. <laughs> and I remember you and I had some side conversations because I wanted to make sure that you knew it was totally good. Mm-hmm. That I wanted you to have fun with it and not worry that I was like at home knitting or you know. Right. And I was so <laughs> nervous. That first time, I remember Mm -hmm. butterflies in my stomach, and I remember you and I texting, and you're like, are you doing okay? And I was like, oh, I feel really nervous. So it's nice to have a friend. You know, it's nice to have a friend to talk to about having a threesome with her husband. Um, Like, let's just take a moment (laughs) and appreciate how awesome that is. Mm -hmm. Um, But we were meeting at a bar that serves phenomenal cocktails, and Mr. Cat got there, and he looked super handsome and debonair. Um, and we, we had another round of drinks and went up to the room and I'm thinking, Oh my God, what if I need a break? (laughs) If I need a break from this experience, it's going to be two dudes holding their own dicks. You know what though? Like you could just say, I need a break guys. You, you, well, these guys, the truth was I just didn't need a break (laughs) the whole time. And And you know what they were worried about? How are we going to take care of her so she feels good and so she feels sexy? And, you know, they just wanted to take care of you. Yeah. It was a phenomenal experience. Mm -hmm. It was a little bit transformative in that in prior experiences, we go, we play in a hotel room, and then we're leaving like three hours later. And I'm thinking, what does the doorman think? (laughs) Like, what does the person running the front desk think? They saw us walking in. 
just a few hours before they know what's going on. And, and then they see us leaving with bedhead. Right. All like, I, I'm a little, I'm kind of like skulking away or hoping, maybe finding a back door to, mm-hmm. um, to leave because I, I don't want to be judged by that person. Well, I walked out of that MFM threesome. I fucking strutted out of the hotel. <laughs> I probably like shot a little wink to the, <laughs> the guy at the front desk. Like, yeah, I just did this shit. It was fucking awesome. I had an amazing time. And two awesome, handsome men just wanted to give me pleasure for like hours. Oh. It was amazing. It was <laughs> I cannot recommend it more highly. Right? That's why I was so surprised by the study that said it didn't go Too well. Well, because well, they're probably it's only having well for us. They're probably having the FMF mm-hmm. threesomes, which is fun, <laughs> but not as much fun. Not as much fun. No. No. How about you? Do you remember the the first time with the guy? So I remember you going first kind of took the pressure off. Mm-hmm. Finding out how much fun you had made me realize, like, this is going to be fun. So So we went to the bar, Mm -hmm. and Mr. Cat left the bar to go to the hotel room and set it all up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I'm sitting at the bar by myself, having a cocktail. And somehow, when Mr. Cat left the hotel room, he met up with Mr. Ams, and so they walked in together. Mm -hmm. And they're looking at me from across the bar. And they both took a different route around the bar to come (laughs) and meet me in the middle, which was really cool. Because I was like, oh, my gosh, that's my guy. And that's my guy right there. And they came and they both sat next to me. And I I'm probably turning like eight shades of red. Right. And I'm drinking some spicy margarita for sure. And they order a drink and we're talking and laughing and they can tell that I'm nervous, you know, because I was about to order drink number three and Mr. Cat's like, no, you don't need a third drink, baby. We're going to go upstairs. You can have a third drink up there. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. We're going upstairs. Okay. So I'm remembering you leaving the hotel room feeling like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So I decided to walk in feeling like, oh yeah. <laughs> Just fake it till you make it. That's right. So I... Didn't care what the bellman thought. I didn't care what the girl at the desk thought. I was just like, oh, yeah, you wish you were me right now Mm because I'm about to go upstairs with these two guys. Mm -hmm. And so we went upstairs and I'm a little tipsy and I can feel Mr. Ams behind me just sort of touching my shoulder and kissing my neck. And then Mr. Cat comes up in front of me and he's kissing me and I'm like, oh, my God. (laughs) And it was It was incredible. I mean, I felt so taken care of by both these guys. Like I, I could feel hands on my leg and then hands on my shoulder and and rubbing down to my breasts and up, up on my bum and just all around me hands everywhere, which is so fucking sexy. Yes. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love threesomes. (laughs) I love having all of their hands all over me, touching everything all at once and kissing me. I can feel one kissing me on my shoulder from behind and the other kissing me on my neck from in front. And the sensation of that and their hands just everywhere just made me tingle all over. Yeah. Having them both like give me all their attention. Yeah. It was awesome. And maybe that's that's like the big takeaway. I think for with the experience that we had with two guys that we 
really, really trust and that trust each other. And that really care about us. Yeah. It was, it, the dynamic was about giving us pleasure mm-hmm. over them. You know, I think on some level, their pleasure kind of took a little bit of a backseat for well, this and experience. I actually think that they got a lot of pleasure. They had, I mean, they had from a blast. seeing us have pleasure. Yes. Right? Because guys like, not only to have things done to them, but they like to be the doers. Sure. They like to do things to you. They want to make you come. Part of their pleasure is just that. Yeah. Seeing you fulfilled and, and knowing that they did that. For sure. So I think that takes us to our sexy homework, right? We, we yes. had these amazing experiences with our guys and knew going into the episode that MFMs are really fucking fun. We decided that we should find a single guy, each of us, mm-hmm. to join our our MFM, yeah. right? Yeah. That wasn't just the, the four of us, right? right. Um, so Mr. Cat got busy looking for an Another single guy for me. Yeah. Um, And that's really just because I was like, baby, can you, can you find someone or at least, you know, narrow it down for me to look at? Because it's like a, it's it's like, it's overwhelming the number of single guys guys. Yeah. And, and once you open up your profile to accept single guys, whoosh, they come out of nowhere constantly. We opened our profile up for like four hours and mm-hmm. got over a hundred yep. messages. Yep. It's like the fucking cereal aisle. Right. So what I said to Mr. Cat was, you know, maybe don't just look at the ones who respond to us, but maybe you go and, and look and look mm-hmm. and find someone you think that I, that we would like. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you, you put out the feelers. Don't wait for him to contact us. You do the contacting. And mm-hmm. he was like, okay, I can do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he did. So how did that go? It went very well. <laughs> who who did you find? So he found a single guy uh, new to our area. Okay. And um, really good looking, important. super sexy body. Mm-hmm. That's important. It's very important. Uh, so he asked a few questions, you know, all of the the qualifiers, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then showed me the pictures and I was like, oh, uh-huh, uh-huh, that looks good. Guy's a personal trainer. Nice. <laughs> yeah, right. He, um, he, so he looked really good, right? Mm-hmm. And then his face pictures came through. Great smile, great personality, super cute. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally doable for sure. <laughs> Did I say doable? <laughs> I meant looked- fuckable. <laughs> So, you know, but that's, that's on the surface. You never know until you meet someone. So he set up a a date for us. So how did that go? It went really well. Actually, we met at a local bar Mm -hmm. and uh, he was very nice, very cute. But more than that, he had a great personality. He was super easy to talk to. He had been in the lifestyle for quite a number of years. Okay. Um, he, you know, I think he took breaks when he had a girlfriend, but he didn't have a girlfriend right now. We're at different life phases, you know, we're post kids and, um, and he's not ever been married and not had any children, but maybe that makes it easier. I don't know. I would think so. But, um, I, I liked his personality. I liked, I liked him. And I think that 
when you meet someone, their personality either makes them more attractive or less attractive. Absolutely. He just seemed very honest, very open, supernatural. And he seemed to really like us, which was nice too. And he wasn't shy about letting us know that, you know. Did you like him enough for a a second date? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And actually, he and Mr. Cat hit it off. Oh, that's important. Yeah, it is really important because I couldn't be with anyone in that way that my husband didn't like. If he had a bad feeling for him, nah, it's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, we set up a second date. Mm -hmm. We met for drinks. Mm -hmm. And there's a hotel room up top, right? Mm -hmm. It's the same it feels like we go to the same, same hotel. They know us by it's name. It's just there. convenient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they have a nice bar with a with good food. And so anyway, we met for a drink and mm-hmm. we had some cocktails. And I think you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited, and I can't help but show my excitement. So I probably have this big smile on my face. Sure. But and I'm giggling at all of their comments, whatever. And um, I, I had a couple of drinks, and then you know, Mr. Cat's like. Okay, well, we're ready to go upstairs. I was like, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> so we go upstairs and it's interesting because I've learned to use my words. I've learned to, you know, move forward and and bypass all of that fumbly mm-hmm. awkwardness, right? I mean, we we knew what we were there for. Mr. Cat yeah. had already set up the room. So when we walk in, it's already, you know, it's already lit up nice. I love that he does that. He does. That's awesome to walk into the hotel room and the lights are dim mm-hmm. and and it just looks ready for yeah. play. That's He's awesome. good. He's already got it. He's already got it going on. He knows how to set the mood. So he immediately turns on music. I don't have to he doesn't have to ask me what what music do you want me right. to play? Mm-mm. He knows. Mm-hmm. So he puts on the music, the music's playing, and we're sort of dancing a little bit, but the clothes are already starting to come off. There was no chit chat about like, so do we need to play a game? <laughs> you didn't pull out <laughs> Who's the gonna card take, game. No. <laughs> Who's going to take the clothes off first? None of that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm wearing, of course, I'm wearing a dress, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm wearing the thigh high tights, tights with cute. the lace top mm-hmm. and the panties and and bra that match and the dress is coming off and the big reveal and here I am in this all this lingerie and this guy is really sweet I mean he he took just a little step back to look at me Mm -hmm. and then he got a big smile and moved right back forward to kiss me which was great and Mr. Cat is behind me and they're both like they knew like this is for me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is the best part of an MFM. Yes. It is all about you and your pleasure. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I've got hands all over me and I'm kissing our guy in the front and I'm kissing Mr. Cat. He's got his, his, he's kissing my neck and I turn to kiss him and the clothes are all off and I can feel the bra, you know, starting to be tugged at and, and off comes the bra and then we're on the bed and I've got Mr. Cat sort of hovering over me and kissing me. And our, our guy is like on my torso and kind of touching me and touching my hips and sort of tugging at my underwear a little bit, my panties. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, I've still got my boots on. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I, I'm, I'm sort of like, oh, I want to take my boots off. So I, I take my boots off and then, you know, I've still got these tights on. And it's a little, it's a little funny to get out of all these things because they kind of liked me having them on they're all lacy and sexy and but they start to take them off a little little by little and then 
you know, he, he's just immediately going down on me Mm. and I am like eyes rolling in the back of my head and I'm starting to feel like I might come. So I make him stop (laughs) because I don't (laughs) want to come too fast. But you could just do it over again. I know, but it's not that easy for me. So the first one you know, if I come really hard the first time. Oh, you're done. I Well, no, but it takes me a little a little bit. Like, you got to not touch me mm-hmm. for like 30, mm-hmm. sure, 30 sure, seconds sure. to three minutes, you know, and yeah. never know. But I, and I wanted to prolong that first one a little bit. Okay. Know? So, so I flip over and I'm going down on Mr. Cat and he's just touching my back and he puts on a condom and mm-hmm. enters me from behind. So he is fucking me while I'm giving Mr. Cat a blowjob. It's super hot. Mm. Really fun. So question for you. Okay. <laughs> so with the experiences that we've had mm-hmm. with our guys, there's a fair amount of incidental touching that can happen mm-hmm. between the two guys. And, you know, with Mr. Cat and Mr. Ams, they like each other a lot. They're <laughs> really, they're super straight, right. but like... They, they like and respect each other, and that can happen. Did that happen with your single guy? And were, was there more awkwardness in the experience because you didn't know him as well? So two questions there, right? Yes. Was there more awkwardness because I didn't know him that well? A little bit, but that was also a little bit exciting, too. Okay. Like, here was this new experience with this new guy, and he was all over me, and he didn't I mean, he seemed like he was so into it that I wasn't thinking about the fact that I didn't know him that well. And that sort of made it more exciting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And as far as like incidental touching between the two of them, I had no idea. (laughs) It might have happened. (laughs) It might have happened. Neither one of them made any kind of comment or any kind of giggle or or anything. So if it happened, thank you for not, you know, making a big deal out of it. Neither one of them did it. It wasn't a big deal. Um, I know our guys have had that experience and they just laugh it off or maybe they don't even talk, you know, they talk about it later. But if it happened, I don't know about it. I didn't know. Cool. So they they were just cool about it. They were just like fluid. Yep. It was fun. Last question. Uh When it was all over, was it like weird? Nope. And awkward? Nope. Two guys just sitting there? Nope. Not at all? Nope. Did Not, he like throw his clothes on and leave really fast or no, was there I mean, we, pillow we, talk afterwards? Well, you know, Mr. Cat always brings snacks. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody appreciates that too. Yeah. So, you know, there was some chocolate covered pretzels that we were munching on and we were talking about how much fun that was. And I think he was, you know, he was saying something like, you know, it was great to meet you guys. Thank you so much for inviting me. And Mr. Cat was like, oh, this was so much fun. And I was like, um, and it wasn't weird. I mean, he didn't stay in a, an extended period of time. He was know? like, what's on Netflix? <laughs> no, it wasn't weird. I mean, we were okay. all kind of like, oh, wow, yeah. that was really fun. And we just sort of talked, giggled a little bit, had some snacks. And then he said, well, I probably should leave you two alone. I'm going to take off and uh, hope to see you again soon. That was it. It wasn't weird. So that strikes me as as experienced, right? Mm, like yeah. he knows yeah. when it's overstaying his welcome. Right. Because I would think after the experience, you're kind of like, that was nice. You know, a little bit of right. post-mortem and then get the fuck out. So the two of <laughs> us can kind of process what just happened. Sure. But at the same time, I didn't want to treat him like an object because I did, I did like him mm-hmm. and he's a mm-hmm. person and sure. I didn't want him to feel like he didn't matter or this wasn't 
at all for him. Sure. So, you know, I I was fine to just hang out with the two of them for a little bit. Mm -hmm. I can appreciate that. But I'll tell you, in researching um, this episode and reading the articles about threesomes, one of the pieces of advice was make sure that the bed is big enough for the three of you to sleep in. And I'm thinking... After a what? threesome with a single guy, I don't want him sleeping in the bed no. with me. Get the no. fuck out. Like, I, thank you. That was so great. Good job. High five. Get the fuck out. <laughs> right. Well, and even when like it was Mr. Cat and Mr. Ams, we weren't going to sleep no, there together. No, sleep in the bed no. together. It's not about sleeping. No. It's about no. sex. Exactly. You want to make sure everybody is sober enough to drive home safely or they get an Uber, but that's it. Everybody should sleep in their own bed at the end. And now I think it's time for your story. So how did your homework go? Oh, my homework. So you know I'm a really good student, right? Normally, yes, like yes, straight I do. A student. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think on this one I may have failed my assignment. What? Yeah. Okay. So let's take a step back for a minute and just say I have a lot of baggage when it comes to the idea of uh, the single guy. You know, we talk a mm-hmm. lot about bringing baggage into the bedroom. Mm-hmm. I, have, I, like, I can definitely relate. <laughs> like my big fucking to me checked bags uh-huh. came with me on this particular sexy <laughs> homework assignment. Um because I, I, it was hard for me to embrace the fact that I really like this. And you know, I like I loved. The MFM threesomes oh, that yeah. we had. But the idea of talking to and choosing a single guy uh, for any sexual experience felt it was hard for me to embrace that as a mm-hmm. desire that I really wanted. And I, you know, I, I do. I really want to have that experience. Mm-hmm. Mr. Amps was not going to do the searching for me. He was like, you need to drive this process. You need to tell me what you want. Because in fairness, I'll look at a guy and be like, oh, yeah, he's hot. And then I'll look at the same guy five minutes later and be like, eh, mm. not into it. <laughs> so it's confusing, uh-huh. you know, for for him. And uh, so I fully respect that I needed to drive this process. And I found looking at all of these single guy profiles to be really overwhelming and i'd be like flipping through and swiping Mm -hmm. left or right or whatever the fuck you do on these apps um and at one point i'd be like they all just want to get in my pants and i'd like throw my phone away and well yes that's the fucking (laughs) point ams that's what you're supposed to be doing and so you know it took me a long time to just get my head around the idea of looking at these profiles and looking at these guys so so i'm kind of stuck in that phase, um, and I do have some thoughts. I know that a lot of our listeners are guys, uh-huh. right? We do the podcast for women. This is about women who are sexually curious. But, but guys a, are listening. I know a lot of guys are listening. Yeah. So we are going to reserve one of our just the tips to talk about some advice that we have regarding single guy profiles because <laughs> – Dude, a lot of you guys are fucking up in really simple ways. And we can help ways. you. We just really, want to really help you. simple ways, for sure. So, you know, I'm intrigued by it. I've started to look. And I'll tell you, one of the things I really like about the idea of a single guy is it's kind of a chance to play up a mm-hmm. little bit. Do you know what I mean? I'm a 41-year-old woman and, and good looking, right? You're gorgeous. Thank you. <laughs> You're so sweet. Such a good friend. No, I'm decent looking, but but not, you know, a 23-year-old swimsuit model. Like, I, you know, I've had a couple you kids. Know what? And From what I hear, it's not really that fun to fuck a 23-year-old yeah, supermodel. Fucking, 
pillow princesses. But um, no, like, but this is a chance for mm-hmm. me to to fuck the captain of the football team. Not that because sure. he, he's too young, but um, well, and I did that already. The other night. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I'm so sorry. No, this is about you. This is about you. Right. You know, there's so many single guys out there who are super eager to have an experience. It is shooting fish in a barrel. And I was looking for the most awesome, most washboard abs Mm -hmm. fish that I could find out there. And I didn't want to choose like just some random guy. I really wanted, you know, this opportunity to... To be with a guy who's like maybe a little bit out of my league. There is no guy that is out of your league. No, I'm not being sweet. I'm being truthful. (laughs) You're very sweet. But, you know, the idea of a guy a little bit younger, right? Someone Mm -hmm. in his 30s, somebody who, like, Mr. Amps, Mr. Cat are amazing guys. And the guys that we meet with that are couples are amazing guys. We, We don't sleep with ugly guys but you know they're they've got full-time jobs they're dads Uh they're you know they're not at the gym three hours a day they're not counting all their fucking macros right they've they've got better shit to do right but for this opportunity i want that guy i want want the personal trainer (laughs) i want the personal trainer i or i think there was an episode with that couple next door where hey you know found the fireman with the puppy i want the fucking fireman with the puppy and the abs i want the abs i think if we just put an ad out there we could get the fireman with the puppy i think we could so so i have not given up but i've gotten stuck on the profile phase and thank god we have a two-month break between now and our next episode so i promise you <laughs> and i promise our listeners between now and then i'm gonna line up my manicorn and it's gonna be amazing and i will tell everybody all about it uh-huh. in episode one of season two i think that's a good idea but you know what i'm gonna do what are you gonna do? i'm gonna have date number three and four you work all those kinks out i'm gonna out. work all the kinks out Ugh, i'm jealous because I, I will get there <laughs> i just have not i have not gotten there yet so to be continued, dot, 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 hashtag get amsable. <laughs> two months from now. Two months. Wait, two months? Three yeah. months? Two months. Two well, months. it's eh, two months give and change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to happen. So, yeah, I flunked my assignment. Yeah, I'm so you sorry. didn't flunk. You, you tried, but you know what? I think that that's kind of the way it goes. I mean, we we try to put ourselves on this timetable, right? Mm-hmm. Every two weeks we have an episode. Oh, my gosh, we have homework. But we don't fuck for the podcast no 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 and so if it works it works if it doesn't then we come and we tell the story of why it didn't work that's right that's right you didn't fail and it also tells all those women out there that you you, it takes a little time yeah don't rush don't Don't rush rush. into it and don't compromise right yeah that's right so i think that means we're down to just the tips just the tips what is tip number one cat i think tip number one is as it always is, communication. Yeah. Use right? your motherfucking words. Use your motherfucking words. I think that the um, the people in the study that we talked about that said it didn't go well, every single one of them, at least the ones that we read about, they didn't talk about it ahead of time. They yeah. didn't make any plans. They didn't set expectations. They didn't set boundaries and, yeah. and, and talk about what they wanted to get out of the situation. Yeah. They just went for it. They were like, oh, I just happened to be here and people are talking about a threesome. So let's just do yeah. it. They got drunk. Yeah. And the experience was so-so. Yeah. Eh, 
Yeah. It, not surprising. Yeah. You need preparation. You need communication. And, you know, we say that we say a lot. If you know what you want and you ask for what you want, you get what you want. I do think with the MFM threesome, we might have to challenge that assumption just sure. a little bit. Sure. Um, and, and in fact, I encourage anybody who has not listened to episode one to take a minute and go back and listen to that episode if you are in a situation where you want to introduce this idea mm-hmm. to your partner. Because I think it can be, you know, we live in a kind of homophobic society. Mm-hmm. And I think that MFM dynamic can be a little bit awkward for men, a little bit threatening to men, or just the idea that you want that hot, young stud, that like 10-year younger, hotter version of your partner might feel a little bit threatening to your partner. So tread lightly, think about his feelings when you are bringing this up, if it's something you want to bring up. But at the end of the day, the more you communicate in advance of the experience, the better it's going to turn out. And maybe involve him in the search. Sure. You know, I do think they need to get I along. Do. There I has to be a, a, like a connection. They're right. not a sexual connection, right. but a connection. I think you're going to have to pull Mr. Ams in a little bit on, on helping you choose. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's because time. if he's more part of it, he, you know, then it might be easier for you to choose, too. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Okay. Let's see. I get I get great advice from this podcast also. Okay. Tip number two, faking it. What is faking it, you ask? Okay. Yeah, I'm dying to find out. What is faking it? <laughs> so, so maybe you're listening and you're like, this sounds like a fucking awesome fantasy, but I am not ready to invite some random dude into my bedroom, right? Mm -hmm. Some of our listeners are lifestyle. A lot of our listeners are not. They're just looking to expand their sexual horizons. So maybe the fantasy of another guy in the bedroom is super hot, but you are not ready for the reality. Mm -hmm. So what are some ways that you can kind of fake the experience of an MFM threesome? (laughs) <laughs> I'm dying to find out. You're like, none of this is gonna... I'm like, I'm, I'm dying to find out. You go for it, girl. Okay. So, <laughs> dirty talk. You mm-hmm. can whisper in your partner's ear how hot it would be if there was another guy joining you. Or he could whisper in your ear, like, what do you think he'd be doing now? And, and uh, all of this, by the way, Mr. Ams and I did before mm-hmm. we had our first MFM threesome. Just playing around with this, the fantasy with dirty mm-hmm. talk. that's probably good prep for when it actually happens (laughs) happens. but i'm just gonna say like that's not the same it's not okay but okay no no i hear you i hear you okay go on are there others yes (laughs) um using toys right you can use a toy to simulate a cock if you want to play around with two or to try some of those positions or those you know experiences that um would generally require two guys Mm -hmm. like what well you can you can use a dildo right Uh and and while your partner's with you or Uh you can where what are you going to do with that dildo (laughs) you put it in you put it in your vagina and he comes at you from behind. Oh, okay. So we're simulating a DP. If that's if that's something you want to oh, try. Okay. Or you you know, if you're not already doing this, I highly recommend, right? You can put a toy on your clit while he's mm-hmm. behind you and it just gives that feeling of more sensation. One of the great things about an MFM, like you were saying, mm-hmm. is, is all those yes. hands, all of that the kissing, the sensation. So adding a toy is kind of like adding another 
set of hands or another cock, it it just increases the sensation that you're having. Again, not the same thing. I know that. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm having a hard time with the faking it tip. I'm sorry. And I, I, and, and I, you know, I don't want to say that you shouldn't try these things. These are all good things. Yeah. But it's not the same. Uh, and and okay. so, you know, if you really have a fantasy of making this happen, you can do all of these things. And that's maybe that will help your partner warm up to, warm the, up idea. to the idea. I don't know. I, so I, I think it's fair. It is not the same thing. But not everybody's ready I for know. this. I know. Okay. Tip number three for the single guys. For the single guys. Well, and I do have thoughts about the single guy profiles that oh, I've seen. Yes. Yeah. So, so sure, there are some handsome guys out there, but I would say over 90% of the profiles that I saw, I immediately eliminated. And these guys might be awesome, mm-hmm. right? They, mm-hmm. But they are not doing what they need to do to look like a reasonable candidate for me. Right. So... So mini tips, right? Tip number one, face pics, right? Mm-hmm. If you are trying to, to be a single guy in this sea of single guys out there or married guys who are looking to play singly, you know, with the with consent permission. of their, mm-hmm. their wives, um, I need a, a I need face, face pic. And if you're too nervous to put a face pic out there, then maybe you need to look for a different opportunity right. to make friends with benefits or something right. like that. But I eliminated every guy who did not show a face pic. Well, and don't wait till I ask for it. No. Send it right away. If you're interested, send a face pic right away with a nice smile. Yeah. And you're going to be in the pool. Yeah. And some of them were so bad, they not only didn't have face pics, they didn't have pics at all. It would be like a picture of Jay Leno meditating or, you know, <laughs> Steve Carell from, you know, with like a Dunder Mifflin shirt on. And look, I'm a huge fan of The Office, but I'm not going to fuck you just because you also like The Office. Like, right. You need to show who you are, face pick, body pick. Abs, if you've got the abs, show, show them. the abs. We'd rather see abs than a dick pic. <laughs> a hundred times, yes. Yes. That is absolutely true. Also, I think when they send you a message and they mm-hmm. say, hey, mm-hmm. and that's it. No. What? Yes. What's or the that profile about? that just says FMF. MMMF, <laughs> all the you letters. Know, BCP, <laughs> CPI. Right. I don't know. Like all of these different acronyms of the, the shit that they're willing to do, and not a single sentence about who they are or what they like. Put some words and thought into Use your, your words. profile. Yes. <laughs> so this might just be me, but I like a good suit pick. Yeah, I do too. Is the way to go. Shows I know how to bring it. Mm-hmm. But not a pic that looks like it came from a wedding. Or, even worse, it looks like it was your prom. To, it, that tells me you are a fucking child, and the only suit you own, you rented from Men's Warehouse for the prom. Ruffles and tails. No. 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 Gro- you know, Go and buy a fucking grown man's suit and take a picture in it. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah. Maybe that's just me, but you probably want to fuck me. <laughs> so I'm giving you good advice. Right. Okay. What are your thoughts on beards? Oh, I like them. Do you? I like, well, <laughs> 
with a caveat. Mm-hmm. I like a well-groomed beard. Trimmed yeah. beard. Trimmed beard. So, you know, Grizzly Adams, uh, not so yeah. much. But if it's nicely groomed and it's somewhat short but still soft, mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I agree with you. The beard needs to be like really trim or maybe the sort of five o'clock shadow i do not want the icicles hanging off Mm -mm. of the the beard that is but maybe other i mean certainly a lot of guys are supporting the beard Uh these days um so just know that if you have a beard it's polarizing and that's okay you own it but maybe trim it for the pictures Uh yeah my last sort of pet peeve (laughs) was the bro pics Oh, God, here's me with my buddies. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the one on the left. And then you think, oh, darn, I wish it was the one on the I right. I know. Where's your wingman? <laughs> I want his profile. <laughs> You're the dude like. Yeah, you don't want us to compare you to your friends right there before no. we've even met you. No. You probably have a better personality than they do. We can't see that in the picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so my, some, the takeaway is buy a suit, trim your beard. Write something in your profile mm-hmm. and yeah. show me your face. Yeah. Can I add a, yes. a one little tip about that first meeting, right? Okay. Eat before you go. The guy? <laughs> yeah. Because you don't want him like... <sighs> if you come really hungry and you're chowing down like you haven't eaten in a week. <laughs> yeah. Which may be that you just had a workout an hour or so before and you showered and you came straight here, but you didn't have anything to eat and now you're starving. Yes. If it seems like you're more interested in the food than you are in me or the situation that we're talking about. Yeah. It's not attractive. I agree. I agree. It's my only when goal. I, when I get to my first When you date get to that first one, guy, you will know. I will tell him to eat first. That's right. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is probably the last time that we are talking to our gentlemen listeners at least for a while while. because we are all about the ladies but uh we wanted to throw you a little bone uh good (laughs) luck to speak happy hunting i really do wish you the best we want you to be successful yeah we want we want you to be successful (laughs) absolutely absolutely improve your fucking profiles (laughs) put more than 10 minutes effort into it okay that is a lot of talking and we got to get to kate Kate. oh my gosh Yes. That's right. Kate is waiting. <laughs> she is waiting for us. She's awesome. Yes. And so we started sort of teasing this episode in the MFM threesomes about a week ago on Twitter at our dear friend Kate from uh, um, uh, Swinging Down Under, now Wanderlust Swingers mm-hmm. podcast, uh, sent us a little uh, pic of her in a hotel waiting for her MFM threesomes. That was that was very accidental. Yes. So we had a cute little back and forth on Twitter and she nicely messaged us and said she would love to come on the podcast and share her experience. Yeah. So without further ado, that's what she said. Today, we have Kate from the Wonderless Swingers podcast. Welcome, Kate. We're so excited to talk to you. No, thanks for having me, guys. Great to be here. Well, it's very timely because you had uh, recently an episode about an MFM threesome. We want to talk a little bit about um, that experience. Yeah, let's do it. 
So we've been doing MFM, and for the listeners out there, I don't know if you've explained this already, but male, female, male threesomes. You know, it's very, very, very specific where you put those letters, uh, which yes. we didn't know when we first started the lifestyle, but you need to put those letters in the in the correct order, otherwise they mean different things because, you know, we like to be complex in the That's lifestyle. Right. Um, so an MFM threesome, we've been doing these since very early on in our journey. So I would say now five years. Oh. And it was actually Daryl who brought the idea up with me to begin with. It took me it took me some time to kind of get my head around it. We were also very new in the lifestyle at the time. I think if you'd have brought it up now five years down the track, I've been like, sad. Battle up, let's yeah, go. Yeah. But back then I was like, that's cheating because then you're not sleeping with another woman. You know what I mean? And so yeah, five five years now or so we've been we've been sleeping with single men. So were your experiences prior to that just with with women or with other couples? Why why did it feel like cheating to you? And this is why I think it's a, it's a really interesting topic and, and maybe something that us three ladies can can dig into because we had been sleeping with other couples before we had slept with a single man. Mm-hmm. And I remember at the time feeling very unsure about it. And, and it was hard to compartmentalize because I'm like, okay, I get the fact that now I'm like slutty McSluttenstein and sleeping <laughs> with all these people. But like a single man, that means it's just me and two cocks in the room and Daryl's not, you know, quote unquote, having fun with another woman. Mm. And so I had a lot of stigma around that. Um, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, I also had a lot of performance anxiety around that. Who knows that you can deal with two cocks or three or whatever, you know, not no judgment. If you can deal with five or six cocks, like get it, girl. Um <laughs> Yeah, Energy so, drinks, I think. Yeah. yeah. Lots of hydration. <laughs> yeah. So tell us a little bit more about that that first experience. What were you, how did you set it up? What oh. were you thinking going into it? Yeah, this is this is actually a really good one that that we love to share because like I said, Daryl brought this up. Yeah. But Daryl became jealous after, and it took him two to three days to kind of get his head around it. So it was interesting that he had this fantasy. And we decided as a couple, okay, here's what we are both comfortable with. You know, it's very important to talk about your rules and your boundaries. We all know that. And we went to a dating site, found a single guy that took obviously some time because damn, and went out out to a bar. And the reason that I say Daryl was jealous and it took him a few days after to process was because afterwards, and this is something that you don't know until these things happen, a lot of people beat themselves up about their reaction they're very human very normal emotional reactions to things and one of them was a little bit of jealousy mm-hmm. envy I would actually say almost because he looked at this guy who was 10 years younger fitter than him drove the exact same car in the same <laughs> color as Daryl did <laughs> not even joking and earned about the same amount of money so 10 years younger but you know more <laughs> successful and he looked at he looked at me going, why, why aren't you with that guy? Like I don't, because we, we're an age gap couple, so we're 10 years apart. Kate, why aren't you with that younger version of me who's hotter, more attractive, you know, more successful than I am? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so that was, that was interesting. It took a few days for, for mm-hmm. him to actually get over that. But how we set it up, we just went to a dating site, did the whole deal of finding a single man, went out to a bar, he was lovely, such a gentleman. He drove us home. And at the time, when we got in the car for him to drive us home, it was just he was driving us home. And then it just organically happened. We pulled up at our house and I was like, that's it. Like, do you want to come in? Let's go and have some fun for the first time. And then, you know, extreme nervousness. And then we had some playtime. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So fast forward to like last month uh, and uh, recent experience that you had. And I know from from listening to your episode on it, um, your your attitudes towards finding these single guys has changed a little bit. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, actually, we do have an episode coming up as well, talking about how you find what is your selection criteria online when you're looking for singles, when you're looking for couples, are you looking for pants on pants or friendship? Are you looking for one night stands? And what selection criteria do you put on those? And I think that is that was really key to our last one. And I went online with this idea of, obviously, I want to make sure that he's not out slaughtering kittens on a weekend or, <laughs> Fair, you know, in right. horrible rallies, of, you know, um, or committing genocide. Do you know what I mean? Right. I want him to be a nice person. Sure. I want him to be intelligent. I want him to be articulate, of course. But other than, outside of like that, I don't want to put too much selection criteria on it. I don't want to deal with the backwards of boards. I'm going to go online. I'm going to put up a speed date. I'm going to narrow down the guys. And then we're going to go to a hotel. We're going to fuck. Like that was where my mindset was going in mm-hmm. rather than historically where I wanted to make sure, is this person the right fit for us? Is he the right fit for me? Let's go out and drink some drinks at a bar and see how he's, re- you know, how he reacts with Daryl and all of those things that I think we get quite, I guess, hung up on for lack of a better term. And this one, we just decided to kind of throw caution to the wind and, and have a great time. And the ironic thing about all of this is that we've seen him twice since, and he's a really lovely person. And he invited <laughs> us to a barbecue at his family's farm like last weekend. It's just insa- a level of insanity. But um, yeah, that was a lot of fun, but very different for us. That's interesting how you were looking for something totally different and you ended up finding exactly what you usually look for and exactly. maybe an easier way to get there. I mean, I, I, when I was listening to the episode, it made me, it made me smile just thinking about, yeah, you know, when you're not really looking for something, sometimes you, you find it, it just falls mm. into your lap. So exactly. That's great. Exactly. So we're going to walk around now just blind to <laughs> pretending, <laughs> pretending we're not looking for all of these things, but we know we really are. And then hoping <laughs> the same thing happens and these amazing people just fall into our lap. Um, there you go. <laughs> both figurative, figuratively and, and literally. Absolutely. Just like play dizzy bat, spin around in circles and whoever you fall into that. That's you, the guy. you and me. We're going to have some good time. <laughs> so for someone who is uh, curious about the idea of setting up an MFM threesome, any bits of advice or like number one takeaway that they should be considering if they're, they want to go down this path? I'll actually flip that on the head and I, I'm giving away something a bit juicy here that we're going to talk about in an upcoming podcast. Ooh. But I, I got asked from a guy and, and he recently said to me, we're setting up our first MFM. And he, and he was the husband and he was mm-hmm. saying, what do I need to do? What do I need to know? How can I help my wife get, get through this, you know, from his perspective? And I thought that was really interesting because, I mean, obviously it's from my perspective, I talk a lot about being a female. And, uh, and actually one of the pieces of advice I gave him is, help to move help to move the play along to its next level but without being pushy mm. because a lot of us carry this this level of shame um you know we're still maybe grappling with our sexuality we still might feel a little bit icky or maybe we just have some confidence issues you know and we've all got them i hell i've got them and sure. sometimes it really helps when you've got your partner your wing person that's able to who knows you and obviously has consent and everything else that goes along with this, but who can comfortably say, okay, it's, let's get some lingerie on, you know, hey, Kate, like, why don't you go get some sex, sexy lingerie on or something like that? And I really think that is something to consider is how can you as the partner be, be the wing person 
to your spouse, whatever that looks like for you. And actually they reported back and they had a great threesome and he totally did move the play on to the next level. And nice. he was like, it worked like a charm. And I'm oh, like, I'm yes, sure she, go you. I'm sure she really appreciated that. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think not. it's not so much pushing it along, but it's showing enthusiasm, right? I, I, I imagine that dynamic for the guy who's part of the couple who's like taking one for the team. But if you can show enthusiasm for the experience, that would, as the, the woman within that dynamic, I could see where that would make you feel more comfortable and, and more excited for the experience. Yeah. And I mean, also, I mean, the single guy's not going to do it. The single, the new single guy's not going to try and say, let's, let's go now to the bedroom, you know, because they want to be gentle. They don't want to force you into anything. Sure. And maybe if you are having internal problems yourself in doing that, it's nice to have your partner be that, mm-hmm. that wing person. And you can discuss that. I mean, that might look like a signal, you know, mm-hmm. it could be something as specific as a signal, or it could just be that your partner knows you so well, knows that you're in your head, knows that you're a bit shy, knows that you're lacking in a bit of confidence, or you feel fat tonight, or uh, the myriad of other things that happen in women's heads. Yes. And they can go, listen, like, you're a goddess, let's get you into some lingerie, mm-hmm. what's your favorite toy, whatever it is that moves it along, I think that's super helpful. I love that. <laughs> well, and and I know that you go into all the juicy details um, of your most recent MFM experience in your stunt cock episode. Is that what it's called? It is called that. I know that's not the right term, but I, I really love the phrase. Yeah, I like it. It's not what it's, it's called. We, we speak about this on the podcast. The terminology is not technically correct, but fuck it. I love it. So I'm using it. It's my podcast, damn it. There you that's go. Right. You've got the microphone. <laughs> exactly. So uh, for our listeners who have not found you yet, where can they find you? Where can they find that episode if they want to hear all the salacious details? So the quickest way to find us is actually on our website. So wanderlustswingers.com and that's with an A, not with an O. And uh, you can also find us through our old website, swingingdownunder.com or just uh, Google us and you'll find our social media and our podcast, which is available, of course, on all of the major platforms. Fantastic. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. This has been great. Of really course. Fun. Thank you, Kate. Thank you, Talk guys. Talk to you soon. So that's our show. Thanks for swinging by. And don't forget, you deserve great sex. Now go get some. If you love the Two Hot Wives podcast, be sure to subscribe. And if you really love the show, rate us or give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. Thanks for listening. So I had the house all to myself. To masturbate? (laughs) There was no time. You snorted. I did. Look at how I put that in there. No, 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 no. We gotta do that over. Oh my god, we have so many fucking outtakes for this episode. Shit.